Welcome to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Yeah, this is Paul Sicko. How are you? I'm I'm well. It's been an action-packed couple of nights. For the Democrats, yep, in the debate. We have a lot that came out from the courts. Some okay and some really bad. Yeah. I'll just say this. We lost it a redistricting case. I, I've always thought this court would never... And then once Kennedy was gone, right. it was a done deal. Once Kavanaugh joined the court, it was kind mm. of a done, you knew it was kind of a done deal. Unless for some reason Roberts was going to find Jesus and, and rule against And, and we want to get to the debate, I promise, in a second. But this what this tells you is, basically gerrymandering is going to be legal for, you know, as long as for I can see. For the foreseeable future. So and, just to summarize, I mean, for listeners that didn't read the headlines... The Supreme Court ruled that gerrymandering is a political question, and the court has no business right. dealing Which in it. Which means that you got to win elections. Yeah, and it's hard to win it now. Harder to win at the congressional and legislative level. But you really got to win the presidency, which is why this debate was such a big deal tonight. Yeah, let's get going. All right, so we start out. Let's with get after this. Uh, Chris Cuomo says. <laughs> So we started out with last night's debate, which mm-hmm. uh, featured Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, amongst others. Warren, I think, did her job. I mean, she was kind of the headliner of that group. She didn't have a bad night. I don't think anybody really went after her aggressively. People have their targets set on Biden as the front runner, which is why tonight's debate was really the bigger spectacle, I guess you could say. Oh, oh, sorry, I just had to wake up. We are talking about the first night. <laughs> I was a little sleepy, I'm sorry to say. The first mm-hmm. night's debate tonight was uh, much more, looked like a presidential debate, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Warren came out on top. But uh, what's going to come out of this is, with bells ringing, Kamala Harris ran away with it. Against a tougher field, frankly. I would not be surprised to see her vaulting right into contention. Maybe even a lead. She really stole the show, in my opinion, tonight. We've talked about her in the past, that she really belongs amongst the Tier 1 candidates. Right. And I think she proved that tonight, because oh, yeah. she went right after Joe Biden um, right. on the question of partnering up with people that have supported segregation in order to accomplish well, if, legislation. But at first she showed that she had a little bit of a sense of humor, and was a little soft, mm-hmm. and uh, she used soft power, but effective power, when... Democrats were talking over each other, and yeah. she said, excuse me, but the American people didn't tune in to, tonight to watch us have a food fight. They tuned in to f- figure out which one of us can put food on the table. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that was good. And I um, I just was moved to spontaneous applause it was, um, at the it, time. It, I thought it was really good. It was, it was I'll say this, it, it was a better joke than Eric Squawwell talking about uh, how changing diapers at home is... Less smells, stinky smells, than smells changing better than, 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 than Yeah, keep your day job, Eric Squawwell. <laughs> Honestly, I was commenting to you at the time, I don't think you could win the school board seat in Bayview. <laughs> That could be. That I mean, actually, be. against Megan O'Halloran, no way. Like, it just showed that some of what's on stage right now is really Bush League. That said, there was a lot of Major League stuff up there. And Joe Biden, actually, to his credit, when he first started, came out, I thought, of the gates fairly strong, incredible. He sounded like the Joe I knew mm-hmm. um, and liked during the Obama years. And uh, I thought he was holding his own with Bernie. Harris kind of like, you know, she had that shit-eating grin just before she made the table comment. So she knew she scored some points, and then she really let Biden have it on the school busing. And 
He looked downright bad. I think he was completely caught off guard by that. I don't know that he necessarily was aware of her backstory as far as being a, a student at a How could you not be? Well, I, right, he should be. If he's running a disciplined campaign, yeah. doing proper research, he should have yeah. done that. Yeah, that's... Uh, he seemed like he was really caught off guard. Yeah, he, he was lost. Kamala Harris, an African-American, talked about her story as one of the first uh, students in an integrated school benefiting from busing yeah. and how Biden was opposed to busing. And Biden gave his equivocal answer. I wound up going back and reading, you know, was he really that bad? And, you know, he was trying to quit himself tonight saying, oh, he was for the Civil Rights Act. Well, that's great. Yeah. Everybody's for the Civil Rights Act. But, I mean, apparently he, in 72, ran as a pro-civil rights guy, and then the court cases started enforcing busing yeah. in urban school districts, and all these suburban voters in Wilmington started freaking out on him, and he got weak need and decided mm. to then oppose busing. And then tonight he's saying, well, he was opposing the mandate from the federal government. And she was like, that's what we need. That's the whole point. Well, then she used that to kind of pile on. I mean, say, he was like making a state's rights argument. Yeah, right, right. That fits right in with those segregationists that he's yes. so proud of to work with. And then she used that, that to say, like, well, that's why we need things like the Voting Rights Act and the ERA. She wasn't as hard on him as she could have been, although oh, yeah. it was the right touch sure. to not be. She landed the punches absolutely his, solidly. There's no need to dance on a grave. And his response was that I supported these things, and I, I supported the Voting Rights Act. I supported the ERA, and then after 30 seconds... Which all sounds pretty he, After 30 seconds, he said, my time's up. And it was just kind of... Well, again, <laughs> bad sounds choice antiquated. Of, bad, bad choice of words. He, saw, he looked old and out of place. Yeah. I think the thing she accomplished tonight, more, even more so than... Just going after Joe Biden, which is you know what the headlines are all going to be. Mm-hmm. She succeeded in really getting her profile and her resume out there, mm-hmm. talking about how you know she was a prosecutor and how she's you know mm-hmm. she's worked with law enforcement. He had a good fight back actually when he said something about how he was a public defender and she was a prosecutor. Yeah, that was that, was, cute, that was not a bad retort. But when the topic shifted to gun violence, she talked about how she'd seen way too many autopsy photos and, and all these things that just made a compelling argument about why she is well-suited to attack the issue of gun violence in this country. I thought Elizabeth Warren was head and shoulders the best yesterday, and yet at the same time, I don't think she came close to uh, looking as electable as uh, thought, Kamala Harris did tonight. Yeah, well, she also didn't have the competition, but she didn't have to accomplish what Harris did tonight. Now, if Warren was on the stage with Biden tonight, I think you would have seen her go after Biden in probably a similar fashion. But all she had to do... I wonder if it would have worked as well. I, that I don't know, and I guess maybe we'll find out in future debates. Warren just kind of had to hold her own yesterday. She had... Other tier two candidates that are trying to make a name for themselves, like a Cory Booker. Booker, I thought, had some good moments yesterday, but I don't know that it was no, anything better I mean, or memorable there. I actually thought Castro was better, but... Beto was the first one to speak Spanish, so there was that, and Cory Booker... I don't know, it was pretty dismal performance, <laughs> in my opinion. I think Buttigieg did a pretty good job tonight. He did a good job, ball. and he was even questioned about the situation in South Bend... I thought he handled it. He did. He handled it really well. And that's what Biden should have done about that busing thing. And said, you know what? I took that position and I'm ashamed I did. Right. Just to summarize, so Mayor Pete Buttigieg from uh, South Bend, Indiana. He said he didn't get the job done. Right. What he was asked was, why in a city that is 26% African American, you have 6% 
African Americans on the police force. You just had a, a police shooting last week involving a white police officer and an African American in the city. And you know why isn't this situation better? And he, yeah, he, he answered. Said, I haven't he gotten the job quickly. done. Yeah, I haven't gotten the job done. That so. level of honesty from a politician is rare. And then he proceeded to explain how hard of a job it is, which but, which is true. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, one can, and when it gets to hand to hand combat in the future, one could say, well, you know, if he thinks being mayor of South Bend is hard, mm-hmm. wait till he's president of the United States. Well, that would be uh, certainly in the general, it opens him up to that. I don't know that Mayor Pete. Uh, despite having, you know, I think a decent performance tonight, I just think this uh, situation on South Bend has is probably going to. It, it might end up upending his campaign. I don't know that he's going to be able to. Rebound I thought he tonight. handled it very well. Tonight. He did. He did handle it tonight. I guess it has to be kind of borne out. I think he's in the game. Oh, he's not out of it by any means. I'm just saying it could very much become a distraction. I mean, I think the fact is we don't know at this point how this thing's going to work itself out. Uh, we thought a month ago it looked like it was Biden's to lose. Yeah. If that was the case, then it looks like Biden's losing it pretty fast. Uh, we shall see. I'm, I'm not going to count him out. No, but well, no, you can't. He's As of today, he's still the front runner. so we have to see kind of what the trend line I, looks I like. I don't... Well, it was already starting to t- tighten up yeah. because he was consistently having better than two to one mm-hmm. polls during May and then in June it started to close where it was more like He'd be at like thirty, and they'd be close to twenty. I can't imagine he's going to be ahead by more than a couple of points, if if at all. Other uh, candidates uh, from last night: Amy Klobuchar. Anything to say on her performance? I thought she was okay. I think she did pretty well. Yeah, I don't know that she made a lot of news, but she didn't. Uh, she didn't mess up, and uh, I think she made a compelling argument that you know, being from the Midwest and, and uh-huh. being able to relate to middle class voters and working class voters from this part of the country, from flyover country, so to speak. There's oh, a I mean, there's a, there, her, she made a compelling argument there. Aside from her notably embarrassing incidents handling uh, yeah. Senate staff, I've always yeah. thought she was a very appealing candidate. Yeah, so I would not uh, count her up by any means. Mm-mm. Andrew Yang, it was good to see him answer a few questions. Um, yeah, and the only thing I know about really him boring. is that uh, he's for a universal basic income. So that's, and that's I also know there. that he's boring, <laughs> and he needs to go. Uh, Jay Inslee, anything? Uh, anything? anything I thought he was bad last night. Yeah, yeah, he should he should just drop out. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of like the undercard, Marianne Williamson wasn't anywhere oh, yeah, uh, on the yeah. map. Julian Castro. He's all right. Castro kind of capitalized on his resume being uh, affiliated with the Obama administration. Right. And, uh, so uh, if we were to uh, organize it night one. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I'm talking over you. No, but he's a, yeah, I'm just saying uh, Julian Castro is a former HUD secretary. Would you say night one, this is my order yeah. of finish, would be Warren by fire and a, a distant second tie between Booker, Castro, and Klobuchar. Yeah, no, I think that's right. And de Blasio then Tulsi would be... Tulsi Gabbard? i tie her and de Blasio in for like <laughs> a distant sixth or fifth, I guess. I mean, Bill de Blasio was yeah, pretty aggressive. Know. I mean, he came across as, you know, as a New Yorker. Yeah. No, I mean, he would come in just after... I should say he would come just after that yeah. second place finish. John, so maybe right in there. John Delaney... Former Maryland uh, congressman, very, like forgettable. Like yeah. I would say he was forgettable. Um, that's one forgettable one. I thought Beto was really pretty close to forgettable. So that's another one I would take out. Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan. Yeah, very Ohio. forgettable. Um, I, I thought Tim Ryan had some had some decent moments though, where he 
kind of tried to define, you know, why it's important to represent, you know, the areas like uh, like Youngstown, Ohio. I guess I didn't hear them land, so I could be wrong. Yeah. My my impression. I mean, I agree with that sentiment. I just I, my impression was it was pretty forgettable. John Hankenlooper. All right, wait, are we still, we got all the ones from last night taken uh, care of here? I'm just looking down the list of all the candidates. That I was are, trying to get rid of yeah. all the last night ones. <laughs> oh, Inslee. Yeah, forget Inslee. Yeah. So I, I, I think you take four that really don't look like they belong on stage. And unfortunately, mm. I'm adding O'Rourke now to that category. Yeah. And de Blasio and Tulsi are kind of like honorable mentions. They, they probably don't belong on stage either. So you can take six out. If you have any contenders, it's obviously Warren, Warren. and then Klobuchar you know, and Klob- Booker right. and Castro. Castro. Yeah. You know, three people that you can't close the book on quite yet, sure. is what I would say. Sure. You know, I really don't think you're going to see de Blasio or Tulsi. I could be wrong, but whatever. Um, yeah. And then tonight, so tonight, what, what do we do? I, I mean, well, Harris by... Yeah, I mean, Harris won it hands down. I mean, she, yeah. had, she had the big moment. Even elsewhere in the debate, I thought she was very aggressive, very impassioned, came out guns blazing. Second place? I think Kirsten Gillibrand had a decent night, too. I don't know if I would say she's second place, but I thought she was very, uh, very well-spoken. I thought, I thought she, she was all right. She, she made a uh, I think it was Mayor Pete. Probably. Talked about his, uh, his history, obviously, serving in Afghanistan. And, again, he answered the question around what's going on in South Bend very well. Bernie was... Fairly tiresome. He came out as the candidate that we know. And the thing about Bernie is he's that angry guy who has yeah. got his issues, primarily health care and education. He tried to dodge a tax question at first, and then he finally yeah. admits it. And yeah. then it's like, which was actually okay. Well, it's hard to articulate that in 30 seconds. Yeah, but well, you should work on it. I thought, um, he, I thought he had a, a rather bad moment early on. It was, I believe, during the period of the debate when they were all talking over each other about health care. And you had Bernie and Gillibrand and Harris and then others kind of all talking over one another. You couldn't make out a word edgewise. And eventually everybody shut up. And the Mm -hmm. last person talking was Bernie. And so none of the women were talking anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, you just, like, replicated every terrible boardroom meeting with a guy in the room as of talking over everybody else. Did he have a worse night than Biden? No. Okay. No, I just don't think that he kind of... But what... He wasn't as high profile as we're used to because Bernie, last time around, had a one-on-one contest with Hillary. And now he had to kind of try to keep himself relevant amongst all these other candidates, many of which have taken the mantle from issues in his campaign last go-around. Did he just have a worse night, or a less bad night than Biden, just because Biden had further to fall from? I don't know that Bernie loses a lot of ground as a result of tonight's debate. Whereas Biden will. Yes. So Biden came in fourth, then, probably, on a good day. He still got the screen time. Yeah, he still had uh, probably more moments than, well, certainly Marianne Williamson. I mean, you could say he was the 10th. He came in 10th. So Bernie to finish better. And then um, you said Kirsten Gillibrand. And I would say the other one that I would say was kind of in the game a little, if you will, would be uh, Michael Bennett from Colorado. Yeah. I thought he was head and shoulders above his Colorado colleague. Oh, for sure. Hickenlooper. Yeah. Michael Bennett's actually always been a compelling presence in the U.S. Senate. If you've ever yeah. watched him on the Senate floor exactly. give a speech, he's 
right the medieval on, wall. He's, he's, he's right on a, a lot of zinger, the issues. A good yeah. zinger tonight. The medieval wall, which yep. he's borrowed, borrowed from his own speech, which is fine. Yeah, on the Senate floor, sure. right, and I just learned about that in five thirty-eight. So I, I'm interested in Michael Bennett. You know, if like something were to happen and he were to um, catch momentum, he had a better night than Joe Biden. But maybe he tied for third with Bernie. Yeah, and then Biden was in fifth. And kind of a dismal fifth. And then the rest of them shouldn't have been on the stage. There's going to be a lot of free press for Harris these next couple of days yeah. as a result of tonight's debate. And we'll, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that affects the poll numbers going into next week. But, I mean, you can't count Biden out. I mean, he's got a very loyal coalition around him. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see in the weeks ahead kind of what that looks yeah. like. So, from there, so we touched on the SCOTUS rulings early on. Uh, the gerrymandering question is definitely uh, disheartening. And yeah. really the lesson from that is, in, in terms of what we do here in Wisconsin, is we need to win state legislative races. We need to win yeah. the state senate. We need to win the state assembly as much as possible. It may, it's a very difficult thing to overcome. Well, that's one of the reasons the debate's important, because if we could find a candidate that could win a landslide, that would be the one thing that could get us... Yeah. Get us there, and then we draw the districts ourselves next year. Yeah. And at that point, I say, you know what? Fuck it. If, if Go you, all in. If you got in that situation, which I think is a real law and shut document, yeah. but if you ever found yourself in that position again, boy, don't waste that opportunity. Take advantage of it. Absolutely. All right. I don't care if you have to draw a district that's a mile wide and a hundred miles long. I still, I still think we want to, I'd still like to see us adopt the, uh, well, not just us, but every state. I'd like to see every state adopt an independent uh, commission that would draw legislative lines. But well, you could try to sue for that, but I don't think that you'll get uh, No, it's going to require uh, legislative intervention, right, apparently. Right, 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 exactly. And it won't be at the federal level. I mean, I think the reform is probably the kind of thing you get after maybe another Democratic president, and they can... Uh, uh, reappoint some justices themselves, then you can have the case, have them reverse the case. So the other, um, really but in the meantime, I think you got to take advantage of every opportunity you get. I mean, I, it's a good thing we have that seven to one margin in Maryland and in Illinois. We got it gerrymandered in our favor too. The other thing we should touch on before we close up shop here is the uh, census question. So the citizenship question that they want to put on the census form. The justices said no, uh, said no to that for, for now. now, and yeah, they didn't. It's not been ruled out completely, mm. but as a result, Trump is now wanting to delay the census, and the deadline to print the forms is this Monday, July first. Right now, obviously, if they bring in you know a ton of resources, they can get it done down the road, that's, and I'm sure that's what they're going to try to do. Of course, but for right now, they suffered at least a loss on that, which is. Gotta yeah, take, gotta, you gotta take your victories. There's already right, right. people complaining about John Roberts on that one. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, well, he's yeah, the yeah. new swing apparently because he gave us. Well, one, he, he gave them one today. He gave them a lot. Well, they gave us like a half because we <laughs> yes, gotta come back to it. Right. And, and now Trump's just gonna delay the, things. The jury man. Right. Now hopefully this pisses him. Bigger. Hopefully this makes him mad, and then yeah. he'll just say, you know what, we're not letting you put that on there. Right. Or like refuse to hear the case or something before. Well, as of now. They cannot put it on there. Right. So what he could do is when the session, when the term starts, and if Trump tries to delay into the fall, when this term starts in the fall, Roberts could say, you know what, we're not going to hear it. So I'm the Chief Justice, we're not going to hear it. Yeah, we're moving on. In which case, they can't do it, is my understanding then. 
So that would be a nice makeup call. If Roberts is really trying to be even here, yeah. which sometimes it looks like he is a little, trying to be a little bit. Depends on the day. You know, he like he's clearly seems uneasy with Trump, so, all right, well, let's, you know, maybe it's better if Trump's an asshole about it. So <laughs> Maybe. Uh, in terms of getting Roberts' support. Yeah. So. All right. So we'll see what the headlines look like in the days to come, the polls and all that, so we'll talk about that again next time and we'll see what the fallout is from uh, all the action today. All right, well with that, forward, forward. forward.